I'm Timothy Snyder, and this is number two in a new series of little video clips, which we're gonna call Timothy Snyder Speaks About On Tyranny. The reason I'm doing this new series is that my little political pamphlet On Tyranny is going to appear again in October of 2021 in a beautiful um, and I think far, far improved graphic edition, which thanks to the illustrations of, of Nora Krug um, has helped me to see depth in the book that I hadn't seen before, and I'm, I'm hoping will help you as, as well. Um, the book isn't just illustrated, it's effectively been remade, thanks to, thanks to Nora's art. So I'm using this as an occasion to talk through the lessons again. It's been uh, more than four years, it's been four and a half years since I, since I wrote the book. It's been three and a half years since I did my last little video series called Timothy Snyder Speaks. So what I'm going to be doing in these little snippets is to return to the lessons, just read them aloud, and then offer a couple of reflections about what's happened since the first edition of On Tyranny and this new edition coming out in fall of 2021. So today we're on lesson number two. Lesson two is defend institutions. It is institutions that help us to preserve decency. They need our help as well. Do not speak of our institutions unless you make them yours by acting on their behalf. Institutions do not protect themselves. They fall one after the other unless each is defended from the beginning. So choose an institution you care about, a court, a newspaper, a law, a labor union, and take its side. There's a reason why this is lesson number two. It's one of the very most important lessons. And I, I realized that it had to be near the top of the book in the fall of 2016, when reacting to the victory of Mr. Trump, huge numbers of people um, in, in my circle of friends, acquaintances, colleagues, but also just in the US generally, responded by using the word institutions. The word institutions was invoked like some kind of magical talisman, which was going to, to rescue us. We were, we were in a story and things were dark, but somebody was going to rescue us or something was going to rescue us. And that thing was the institutions. And this, it seemed to me, as a, a student of, of communism, as a, as a student of fascism, as someone who, who studies the, the non-democratic world, someone who studies some of the darker periods of European history, this confidence seemed to be misplaced. Or, or, or more precisely, this, this view that institutions would help us seemed to be based on an entirely false moral economy. It's not that institutions are just there and we borrow from them when we need them. The institutions are the work of human beings. An institution is the effect of careful and planned human labor. This can be true of a small institution, whether it's a library, a large institution, the United States Senate, but that institution only renews itself insofar as human beings consciously take care of it, consciously reassert its, its values constantly update its practices. And so when we said the institutions will protect us, we were not only making 
a mistake about what was going to happen, we were also undermining the institutions themselves because the institutions are only there to protect us insofar as we don't treat them as robots, as automata, as something which is outside us. They're only there to protect us insofar as we see ourselves in them and we see them inside us. So that's the reason this is lesson number two. And I think it's fair to say that the experience of the United States between 2016 and the present, I'm talking in summer 21, has abundantly confirmed this basic premise. We, we, can, we can look around the world and see how democracy has declined in the last five years, as it has done in the previous 10 as well. We can see how basic institutions in other countries can be cracked, how they can be corrupted from within, or how they can be violently attacked. But then if we return our gaze from around the world and look at ourselves, we find exactly the same thing. Institutions can be broken, institutions can be corrupted from within, and institutions can be violently attacked, as for example, our parliament, our Congress was violently attacked in January of 2021. So when it comes to institutions, the important thing is this stance. You lean forward rather than back. You, you can pick an institution. It can be a governmental institution. It can be a non-governmental institution. The East European dissidents who I, who I cherished spoke of civil society. And by civil society, they meant things like labor unions and newspapers and the institutions that are between the individual and government. But it can also mean institutions within government. We, we in America talk about checks and balances, but those checks and balances only take place when the various parts of government function um, independently, as opposed to being drawn into a single logic, a uh, logic drawn up by an individual or, or by a political party. So if you, if you do lean in, you, you, you feel better, you know you're making a difference. Um, the, the, the test for, for involvement is, are you doing something regularly? Are you doing something where you have some knowledge? Are you doing it with other people? And are you doing it again and again and again? And if, if you're doing those four things, then you can be sure that you're making a difference. And when I say making a difference, I don't just mean in you know, the immediate sphere around you in your own life, the life of your friends. If it weren't for civil society, and if it weren't for individuals actively supporting institutions, the United States of America would no longer be recognizable as a democracy. We came very close in late 2020 and early 2021 to losing democracy or the rule of law in any recognizable form. We came very close. And it's not that the institutions came in and rescued us. It was that in 2020, people understood something that a lot of people didn't understand in 2016. In 2020, a lot of people were founding institutions, supporting institutions, working together from different institutions to make sure that votes got counted and to make sure that the constitutional procedures of the United States were followed. If we look back and we say, well, it all ended fine because our institutions worked, we're not only misunderstanding what happened, we're missing a very important moral and practical point. And the very important moral and practical point is we have to defend institutions. Thank you.